Hello and welcome to the Catholic Link podcast. Uh, it's weird saying that, but uh, <laughs> my name is Father Conrad. I am the uh, uh, outgoing host of what we used to call the Catholic Bites podcast. And I have with me uh, the incoming host or one of the incoming hosts of the Catholic Link podcast, Father Rob Adams. Father Rob, uh, welcome to your podcast. <laughs> hey, Father Conrad, thanks so much. Um <laughs> I think we really just wanted to do like an introductory episode to, you know, pass the baton off to give Father mm -hmm. Conrad a chance to to sign off, but also to get you to know a little bit of who I am, where I'm coming from, the things that are interesting to me, all that sort of stuff, just to just to get things going in a in a new host and a new direction sometimes. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let, without further ado, then uh, I know you have you've had a long history with uh, the Catholic Bites podcast and. Uh, are now taking over here. Why don't you though start with uh, a little um, origin story? Where do you come from, and and uh, how how did you get here? Well, thank you. So uh, I've been a priest for about six years now, six plus six and change. Um, I did my first year as a priest back in Rome, finishing a license, and then I've been in this current assignment now for five years. Um, during that time the Catholic Bites group reached out to me and said, Hey, Father Rob, would you do a bit for Catholic Bites 60 seconds? And I, I agreed to do that. Um, and then as 60 seconds kind of faded and, and became less, less of a thing that they were focused on, I sort of fell off the radar. And then when to, we to were be fair, to be fair, you were the longest running 60 seconds, uh, host. So oh, was I, I never knew yeah. that. Yeah. 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 There was some consistency there, but we just couldn't, you know, all the other uh, horses left the stable and and uh, and we didn't want to put all the weight on you. So, um, yeah. Wow. I had no <laughs> idea until literally just now. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So 60 seconds and now, but now we've, we've, we've reached back out to you. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now I'm looking to, to try to pick up the mantle of the prophet and, uh, and move forward and try to try to, just to share some interesting insights. You know, one of the things that our Holy Father has talked about a lot is, you know, the the experience of the church in different places really does matter. And so where I am, I'm in Eastern Kentucky. I'm in two very, very, very small parishes. You know, my big parish is a hundred families and my, oh my small gosh. parish is 15 people. <laughs> um, and now people hear that and they think, oh, well, you don't have anything to do. No, that's not true. <laughs> Both parishes are 40 minutes apart from each other. So you know, there's a lot of time on the road. Everything is sort of inefficient and we don't have any volunteers or whatever. So you are very, very busy as a priest. But I do think um, the experience of being really far away from normal Catholic stuff, it makes you think differently because you have mm -hmm. to solve new problems. And so I really hope that that's something that I can bring to the to the podcast and maybe to put some ideas in your head that you may not have thought of before. Yeah. And, and that was kind of the 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 desire for when when I kind of came on with taking over more of the podcast uh, itself was to to bring um maybe not insights but just like fun things interesting things about the faith that we just enjoyed talking about and like sharing those conversations uh with everyone else and i was just talking to my parents about this uh last night and there we did one of the new episodes that just dropped is uh, we did a, a a 20th century theologians draft and they oh, were wow. like 
we don't know who any of those people are but um but uh but it was fun listening to you guys talk about them and and things like that so there's there's a there's a joy that kind of can be shared uh, and then people can can learn from that so uh that's great but you've had a very eclectic interest in theology um uh since i've known you in the seminary uh why where where does that come from and what are the things that you really ex- are excited about talking about well, first off, I really love I love the model you were talking about because people don't realize that priests who think about theology talk about theology a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good sometimes to open up that window and let people see what we talk about. And it is but not nerdy. too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, in response to your question, I've always liked liturgy. I grew up like in the homeschool world. Like I thought that stuff mm. was super cool. But as I kind of went through seminary, you start to realize there are a few set paths that liturgy can kind of take you down. Mm -hmm. You can either become the master of ceremonies in chief, or you walk around with your binders and tell people what to do, which is a legitimate option, but that's not how my life played out. Or you become an angry traditionalist, which I didn't think I really wanted to do. Or you become interested in Eastern liturgies and weird stuff, which I absolutely mm. wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you're, you're uh, by ritual, correct? Or... Right. With the Melkite church. And that means you get to celebrate not only the, the Roman rite that, that we all go to on Sundays, but uh, an Eastern uh, liturgy, which is, has its own traditions and own, its own beauties. Yeah. A whole, and, and I think a lot of people forget that Eastern liturgy really shouldn't be separated from Eastern Christianity, hmm. that it, it's a very different thing and you have to take it as a package deal. You know, gotcha. people go in and they were like, oh, pretty liturgy, incense, icons, yay. And in reality, it's part of a big, big structure. It's part of a, a culture, a tradition, and you have to try your best to soak that all in. And mm-hmm. it is tough as a Roman. You're like, what, is that how that's supposed to work? And, uh, you know, they tell you do what you can. So it's, it, it is a little different, but it is, it's, it's part, challenging. It's part of two of what St. John Paul the ta- the second, uh, talked about of, of kind of breathing with both lungs in the church, both the East and the West have a lot to offer. And sometimes we don't even realize there is an East, you know, but there, there, there's a, there's a great beauty and tradition in, in what we find in the Eastern fathers of the church and in the Eastern liturgy that maybe has a lot to say to us as Roman Catholics. Right. And there's a lot too with, with things like sin, ori- original sin in particular, but also with uh, the way that we deal with sin on an individual basis, the way confession works, a lot of stuff that kind of gets your brain going. And I, I think that stuff is really awesome mm-hmm. as a pastor. And I've, I've been able to use it a lot. Mm-hmm. How is, how is your time as a pastor uh, affected your way of uh, doing theology or seeing the church. Right. So I got to be honest, when I was in seminary, when I was like in high school, I was a big uh, Baltimore catechism type. I could, mm-hmm. you know, Catholic answers, go to any Catholic Reddit post. And that was my jam, right? <laughs> I was able to be like, this is what the church teaches. This is what you're supposed to do. Boom, 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 boom. And I still, you know, still believe those things. Let's be clear, mm-hmm. right? Church teaching. Yes. But I also think that uh, being in a place that's sort of challenging, because it, it a, it's a challenging assignment, where when mm-hmm. Catholicism is not rooted in a culture, you run up against a lot of things that are not easy to work with, you know, trying to convince people that they have to get married in the church or that they can't belong to the, the Freemasons. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's things previous pastors have not really dealt with. And so what I've, what I've run into a lot is you start to, um, I don't know, you just start to see things a little bit differently. And it's hard to, it's hard to really, to give a a more pinned down version of it, but you start to look at things and you start to say, okay, 
these are my battles. This is what I need to do. Here are the big things that the church needs to focus on. So for instance, um, instead of yelling about the Freemasons all the time, I've decided to go after the problem with the Freemasons and that's that they deny revelation. So mm-hmm. talk a lot about like, we believe that God teaches things and that we can actually mm-hmm. know God and that it's not, it's not just our flavor of religion versus everybody else's flavor of religion. Mm-hmm. You have to try to go at things that way instead of just always hitting people in the face with, with how things work. And you got to be really patient. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, you know, it's funny. It's, it, it's a little bit of a tangent, but that's kind of on brand for this uh, podcast. But uh, um, uh, that that point uh, was brought to me in RCIA last night. And someone said, well, like, so do you actually do you actually like believe that this is true? Someone asked me that. I was like, we've been in RCA for like three months and I've talked about the truth like the whole time. And but it was I was like, yes, with all my heart, I believe that God spoke to man and became one of us and and told us about himself and that this isn't something i've reasoned to but something i've received and and it was it was kind of like it struck those people in rca who asked the question like kind of profoundly like oh no this isn't just one other kind of uh brand of being a nice person amongst others it's it's a real encounter with with the god who who made us and who speaks to us and continues to teach us Right. And I, I think a lot of people forget too that we, we do need to believe that our religion is true, that our faith actually is what it says it is. And one of the things I've run into a lot thinking about theology and things like that is that, you know, if you really get down to it, you kind of have to ask yourself, is this real? It can mm-hmm. be as coherent as you want. It can be as closed and perfect of a system as you want. But if it's not true, then what are we doing here? And so I think that sort of return to fundamentals has been important to me. Um, not fundamentalist, but the the return yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to what like and one of my favorite one of my favorite videos about RCIA and stuff is actually from an Orthodox YouTube channel and it's called Pencils and Prayer Ropes. And I really enjoy it, but he has a video called Bad Reasons to Become Orthodox or Bad Reasons to Stay Orthodox. <laughs> I've used it in RCIA before because it translates pretty well to to the Catholic Church as well. But um you know, it, it, and his his basic point is that there's a moral thing in people, mm-hmm. and that sometimes we use our faith to justify our own insecurities or mm-hmm. to justify our like innate anger, and that's yeah. not what it's about. It actually has to be about Jesus and yeah. fully about Jesus. Well, speaking of things that are about Jesus and God willing, fully about Jesus, what are you excited to um uh to do coming forward on the going forward on the podcast as the the new host of the podcast what what do you where where are you hoping to go i can just briefly say i'm excited to listen to the podcast um and not know what's like <laughs> and to learn things or you know that i it's not me speaking so what 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 what's kind of on your bucket list or things that you want to do well no pressure now now i'm going to think about that father conrad running and listening to all our <laughs> but but no like uh I think the biggest thing that I really want to bring bring to people's attention is some of these some of these more fundamental issues that that are not being talked about. And it's not to be controversial, you know, obviously not getting into to to fights, but talking about things like yeah, you know, do do we actually believe that marriage is a sacrament as mm-hmm. as Catholics, you know, do we actually believe that the Bible really is the inspired word of God? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about things like Eastern Christianity and mm-hmm. a lot of the things about how to handle sin and redemption and, you know, trying to, trying to find ways to incorporate that into normal Catholic life. Uh, I'd love, I have some friends who are Melkite priests. I've made connections with the eparchy. I really hope I can bring them on the show. 
Um, I'd like to talk about church history. It's another thing I'm interested in and things like uh, Father Rampino, who's been on the podcast a lot. He's a good buddy of mine. Um, you know, there's a lot of fights, quote unquote, that are going on in the church right now that have been going on for thousands of years. And by that, I mean all 2000 years of them. Um, <laughs> so, you know, fights about simplicity versus owning property and poverty versus self-sufficiency. You know, these are these have been going on for a long, long time. This is not just Pope Francis coming in and and starting something. This this is part of a bigger discussion. I'd love to talk about that. I'd love to talk about the diocesan priesthood because I have a very strange and I don't want to say odd, but uh it's definitely not the mainstream take on what the spirituality of the diocesan priest is. Um I don't do big long silent retreats. I do retreats, I pray and all that, but I think that there's a there's another approach that's grounded in history and in practice. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd love to share that kind of thing. Oh man, that sounds awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited to listen. Uh, I know that the, that's a good uh, name check of Father Rampino. Uh, hopefully this means uh, he'll stay on the podcast. He's a he's a fan favorite. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to to hearing where it's going to go and, and how you, you're going to um, kind of bring it forward uh, as as part of uh, part of the new kind of branding of of the the podcast the catholic uh, link podcast so uh, unless you have anything any questions for me or anything's for me i i'll turn the the mic over to you and you can you can uh, bring us out you know all right well this is my first time doing the outro but this has been <laughs> our catholic link podcast go on over to catholiclink.org you'll find all kinds of other very useful Catholic material, and hopefully you'll find a bunch of these episodes as we move forward in the future. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.